you're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. I had to do a quick Google on the Googs, which is too bad they don't tell you anymore how many search results there are when you search things anymore. Like, why? I wanted a big number. (laughs) But today, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about social media strategies. And I thought it would be really helpful to give you a couple of very specific examples to bring what I am going to teach you to life. So you will have to use your imagination a little bit because I do find it easier to actually show you what I'm talking about. But I just had a quick Google, went on the Googs and I typed in social media tips. I am imagining that there will be like 11.7 billion possible responses. And I just clicked on one and it's from Hootsuite and they usually provide some awesome content. And I have learned a lot from our friends over at Hootsuite. But I wanted to talk through very specifically for you as a floral designer, why following the mainstream advice around social media doesn't apply to florists. And I know that you're skeptical. And I know that me sitting here telling you that kind of very much directly flies in the face of the 11.75 billion other pieces of social media guidance that you would be given. But I actually wanted to put this podcast directly together in response to one of you guys who posted on social media like forever ago in our world. But this idea, she had invested in a premium course about how to win at Instagram. And she had commented on the fact that yes, she made the investment and she's grateful she did because she's always loved the company that put this course on. But she even said in her own feedback, she realized that she is missing a massive piece of the puzzle. Because when it comes to florists, the thing that is so different is that our customers behave differently when they're looking for a floral designer than any other industry on the planet. And I know that sounds super outlandish and totally crazy. (laughs) However, come with me, come with me, my friends, because I shall take you on a bit of a journey. Because if I pop over to that Hootsuite article, and it very clearly outlines like these are the 12 steps in order to really conquer social media for small business, right? So then haven't even put this article together for like the big multinational brands. This is like, if you're a small business owner, we're here to make it simple. Here's the 12 tips that you need to follow. And I am happy to tell you that six of them do not apply. (laughs) Six of them do not apply to your floral design business. So let us go through this. One, start with a plan. Oh, yes, that sounds like a great idea. That we should do. Two, decide which platforms are right for you. Mm, 
I'm going to say decide which platforms are right for your customer. So there we go. We're only going to pay attention to step one. We're going to ignore step two. Step three, know your audience. Yes, absolutely. 100%. You absolutely need to know your audience. And this doesn't require like massive amounts of research or some epic undertaking. This is literally like sit, close your eyes and go, okay, if I was my customer, where would I go if I was looking for a florist? What is the journey that I would travel on if I was trying to find somebody do flowers at this venue over here? Or if I wanted to send flowers to my nan in the hospital, or if my sister just had a baby, or if I wanted to put on a hen's weekend flower crown workshop, or if I wanted to study floral design, whatever it is that you're offering, if you close your eyes and put yourself in your customer's shoes, is the most valuable exercise you can do to cut through all of the social media confusion. Number three, know your audience. Hands down, the most important piece of the puzzle. Now, step number four that they're going to tell you is to expand your audience. Nope, don't worry about it. You can cross it off your list. Number five, build relationships. Nope, don't worry about it. You can cross it off your list. Number six, pay attention to trends. Nope. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Number seven, sell your stuff with social commerce. Yes, absolutely. If you have wedding flowers online, if people can buy workshops online, if people can buy things through your website, set up Instagram shopping, it will help you make more money. Tip number eight, mix up your formats. I mean, only if you want to. If you find creative fulfillment in doing videos and doing carousels and doing reels, go for it. If you don't, don't worry about it. Number nine, focus on quality over quantity. This one I'm a little bit torn on because there is absolutely 100% value in consistency. But I will tell you, as long as you've posted in the last week, you should be okay. I mean, ideally, I'd say in the last 72 hours, you'll be fine. And if you're anything like me and you have a tendency to want to kind of skew towards the perfectionist, right? We don't want to post on Instagram. We don't want to post on Facebook. You don't even want to show up on any social media platform if it's not perfect. The concept of quality over quantity is going to backfire on you. Because I do think there is just something very simple about creating the habit of posting consistently that helps you break through the perfectionist thought process. Plus, don't ever forget that there are the amazing features called delete this post. It's awesome. It is an awesome feature to take advantage of. So number 10 is use the right tools. I'm not quite sure what they mean by that. So that's fine. Number 11, use scheduling and automation to free up more time for engagement. I'm going to argue that for florists, they're 50% right. Use scheduling and automation to free up more of your time, but don't use it for engagement. (laughs) Use it to cross the other shit on your list off because you don't have to worry about engagement. And then number 12, track and refine your performance. Yes, I do think there is so much value in understanding. If we're posting to social media, is that driving traffic to your website? Is that website leading to more leads or more revenue? If you aren't paying attention to that, that is super valuable to know because the point of posting any social media platform is to help you grow your revenue. (laughs) If you're posting to social media and you're not seeing a correlation in increased revenue, Change your plan because it's not working quite literally. Like the definition of insanity is continually doing the same thing over and over and over again, hoping for a different result. So 
now that you're sitting there a little bit confused and going, why is Kathleen like trying to go through this step by step? And I want to just know the answer. Kathleen, just tell me the answer. And this is what I wish I could just yell from the rooftops. While everybody else is telling you to worry about the algorithm and worry about engagement, I want you to know that our customers shop differently. When we talk about creating a social media strategy, that all sounds very fancy, but basically it's just a plan. What is your plan in your business to use social media to drive revenue? Quite literally, it could be three lines on a piece of paper, making it easy for your customers to find you, making it easy for them to understand how this whole thing works and making it easy for them to take the next step. That's all that you need to worry about when it comes to your social media strategy. And I know it's so easy, so easy for us to get wrapped up in all of the details and all the should do's. And I need to be on TikTok. And what about Facebook? And what do I do over here? And then what do I need to post on Instagram? And how many reels a week? And what about this? And what about that? We get so wrapped up in all of the details. And then we just close our phone and walk away. Very normal to be expected. And This idea of really sitting down and deciding ahead of time, what is your plan to use social media to drive revenue? The reason it matters is because your to-do list is forever growing. There is never going to be a day where your to-do list is completely crossed off. Your time is precious. Spending time on things that aren't going to get you the results that you want in your business is frustrating but your time is 100% in your control. So the first thing to do is I want you to be honest with yourself. I want you to ask yourself, is your current approach to social media working? And when I say, is it working? I mean, is it delivering the results that you want to have in your business? Is your plan for social media actually delivering more customers, more leads, more revenue? When we think about social media in the floral design industry and we take the mainstream narrative of worrying about engagement and growing your following, it's very easy to get wrapped up in things that do not deliver results in your business. Plus, never, ever, ever, ever forget that there are millions of dollars of people with lots of very sophisticated brains working at all of the social media platforms, finding new ways to keep us addicted to these platforms. (laughs) So you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to kind of be down on yourself for going down in the scroll hole and constantly feeling like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not good enough and I'm too old to figure this shit out. Those kids at Facebook, (laughs) all of the social media platforms, paying a lot of psychologists, a lot of money to help you feel that way. You're welcome. (laughs) But this idea of trying to cut through the confusion when it comes to social media. That idea that like every time you pop onto any social media platform, somebody's like, you need to post more often. You need to do this. You need to make sure you're on TikTok. You need to be over here on WhatsApp. You need to be doing all of these things. And by the time you then get around to checking all these things off your list and you're exhausted, and then you kind of sit in a heap in frustration because you're like, where's the orders? I'm not getting customers. I'm not getting the right kinds of customers. And it's so incredibly frustrating. It's so frustrating because we all fall into that trap of kind of following the tradition, following the norm. Like I think back to this woman who posted about having invested in this other Instagram program and then realizing it's like, it's not going to deliver the results I'm looking for. 
all because of that front end piece of the puzzle in really understanding what it means when I say our customers shop differently. And it's so easy to kind of want to pay attention to the trends and really being like, okay, well, there's a billion users on TikTok. And because Facebook is still around and everybody is still kind of talking and rumbling about WhatsApp, and then there's Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat, it's like, okay, well, that's six social media platforms that I just mentioned in the last three sentences. And I don't know about you, but that like, seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. And I don't even know if that's how I want to spend my time. Six social media platforms in the last two minutes. No, thank you. So let us cut through all of the confusion and get down to like the facts. What is it that you need to focus on? First things first, just because the platform exists doesn't mean that it's right for your business. So just because there is a TikTok and there is a Facebook and there is a WhatsApp and there is Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat doesn't mean that any one of those platforms is exactly right for your business. You know your customer better than anyone. You know your dream customer so well. All you have to do is think for a minute, okay, based on your dream client, When they're looking for a floral designer, when they're looking to enlist help from a florist, where will they go? And I know we can go through this exercise and I can think of a couple of you guys very specifically where you've said to me, huh, I've also realized that my ideal client isn't even on social media. (laughs) It's like, well, that's helpful. Like, let's talk about really cutting back on your to-do list in like such a powerful way. Like if you just completely cut off social media, yeah, you can still run a very viable business. Just because the platform exists doesn't mean that it's right for your business. So put yourself in your customer's shoes. Close your eyes and really think about it. Like, where is my customer going when they're looking for a florist? They're not going to jump on Twitter. Who knows? And only you know if they're going to go to Facebook. Is your customer going to go to Instagram? Is your customer going to go to TikTok? And if any one of those platforms is like, hell yes, 100% they're going to go to Instagram. Okay, then what are they going to do when they jump on that platform? Literally think through the details and the minutia and those actions Put yourself in your customer's shoes and your social media plan will become so incredibly simple. Because this is where I started to figure out our shortcuts of, okay, so if I want to be doing weddings at Benduli and I want to target the kind of people that are getting married at Benduli, and we know pretty certain that people who do weddings, people who are getting married, book their venue first. Even if they're going to have a tent in their parents' yard and it's going to be in the Southern Highlands, they've already confirmed that the Southern Highlands is where they're getting married. Bandulia Estate is where they're getting married. Whether or not they've paid their deposit or not is kind of irrelevant. Whether or not they've actually picked the date kind of doesn't matter. But they pick that location first. Then they start to go through the process of looking for inspiration around what's possible in terms of bringing a little bit of excitement and energy and the floral design piece to life at that venue. So all of a sudden your energy is constrained and you have so much more focus because you're like, huh, 
Once you know that they're going to jump on Instagram and they're going to look at the venues, social media feed, they're going to look at the hashtags associated with that venue, then the shortcut becomes super obvious because you go, okay, so I'm going to do my hashtag homework and I'm going to collect all the hashtags that have something to do with that venue. And I will say this until I am blue in the face. You are allowed to use whatever hashtags you want. People don't own hashtags, my friends. Venues do not own hashtags. <laughs> you get to use hashtags to get on your customer's radar. 100%. You can post a picture from a totally different location and use the hashtag Benduli Estate Wedding. <laughs> It is so fun to like come through and just break all the rules, bust through the secrecy and be like, no, this is literally how you become somebody who gets to do a wedding at whatever the venue is. So if you know your customers are going to go to Instagram, if you think that that is a platform that they're going to use to look for a florist, grab a pen and a piece of paper and go through in your head step by step. What are they actually looking for? What is their actual process in terms of looking for a florist. Now, it's very possible that particularly if you operate in a more urban area, or you might have a more hip, cool clientele, that it's also possible that your customer might be on TikTok. But you know what's so awesome? That search experience is going to be exactly the same. So your hashtag strategy is exactly the same as on Instagram. You just have less hashtags. And because TikTok is so searchable, that you know that your caption only needs to read, hey, this would look awesome at Benduli Estate. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. Next. Like so simple once you start to put yourself in your customer's shoes. If you believe that your ideal client does go to Facebook, really think through, okay, what are they doing? Like where do they search and what are they searching? And then how can you pop up in those search results? If you think your customers are on WhatsApp, if they're on Twitter, if they're on Snapchat, same thing, right? You get to really identify what those platforms are that are relevant to your ideal customer. Take a few minutes to really think through like, what is that thought process that they go through? When they open the app, where do they go first? Are they at the search bar? And then very specifically, what are they searching? And then yes, sit down and start to look through what the other search results are within that search bubble. And then come up with ideas in terms of how you can separate yourself from the competition. And I will tell you right now, the easiest way to separate yourself from a competition is to post a graphic with a helpful question in it. Because everybody else is just going to be showing more pictures <laughs> of more flower porn and then all of a sudden you're going to come along and be like, oh, hey, so if I want to get married at Benduli, how much should I budget for flowers? Could you imagine? Could you imagine being a person who's getting married who has no idea how much to budget for flowers and they see a graphic with that question on it and down they're going to click on it. They're going to read your caption. They're going to be like, who is this person? They are so helpful. They're going to read your bio. They might have a quick look through your highlights. They're going to have a general look at your feed. They're going to see how well curated and lovely it looks. They're going to click the link in your bio and then they're going to end up on your website my friends, it's time to play an easier game. But it does require you to stop paying attention to all of the mainstream advice around social media. 
Because the reason that worrying about engagement, the reason you don't need to stress over your algorithm, the reason that you do not need to worry about creating a bigger following is your customers always have a very specific event in mind when they're looking for flowers. And they need those flowers delivered or fulfilled in a very specific geographical location. So there are many, many, many florists who have many, many, many followers because human beings love looking at pictures of flowers. They're beautiful and they're fun, of course. However, if any one of those famous florists doesn't do flower delivery in Chicago and a customer needs flower delivery in Chicago, then their many, 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 many followers are not going to help deliver real results to their bottom line. This is why it's so like counterintuitive because everybody's out there telling you to create engaging content and do reels and you've got to be on TikTok and what about Facebook? And they're like, do more, add more, make more happen. And it's like, right, except in floristry, you only deliver flowers in Nashville. <laughs> you only deliver flowers or do flowers like in the UK. So all those followers that you might have, if they're not going to be asking for a floral designer in the United Kingdom, they're of no use to you. That thought process also flies in the face of how our human brain works because we love the dopamine hit. We love the dopamine hit of more likes and more followers. So then we're kind of like fighting against our own human programming. It's like, oh my God, this is a recipe for disaster. I promise you though, the game of social media can be so incredibly fun. And I love this experience from one of the girls in the Flower Boss Academy. It's so fun. Like when we think about just how much we get to break the rules. So she sent me a message many weeks ago when she said, oh my gosh. So I've just booked in an $8,000 wedding from one post on Instagram. And that post has nine likes. Nine. <laughs> Like it's such a perfect point of comparison. You could post once on Instagram and book an $8,000 wedding and you have to be okay with the supposed failure of only having nine likes. Like it is a totally different game and it will bust your brain wide open because it makes you realize just how simple social media can be as a florist. I promise you it can be so incredibly simple. I want you to think about your flower business kind of like you are running, I don't know, like an emergency room as a crazy example. But let's say you were in charge of an emergency room. You're not worrying about engagement. You're not worrying about going viral. You know that your number one job is to make sure that when people are in an emergency, when they need medical assistance, that it's easy to find you. They know how to contact you. They understand your hours of operation. They know where that you're located. Like they really get the ins and outs so that they can come and find you. And this isn't even about having a physical retail location. This isn't about having an actual place that customers can come to your door. But that idea of going, no, the job of running an emergency room is to make it easy for people to understand how this whole thing works, hours of operations, and how to get in touch with us. Sounds very familiar to a flower business as well. So that your number one job is to get found, make it easy for people to find you, easy for people to understand how this whole thing works, easy for people to contact you. And I would say easy for people to order or to inquire through your website. Such a different game. 
So this is really about busting through the rules and breaking three from all the social narrative that's happening within mainstream social media education. But if you take three minutes and really think like your customer, where they're spending their time and then get super duper specific, right? You have an incredible imagination. You can close your eyes right now and really think through, okay, so if my ideal client is wants flowers delivered to mom tomorrow and it's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night, where's he going? What is he doing? If your ideal client is getting married at somewhere like Banduli and it's 11 o'clock on a Monday and they're trying to sort through some of the details and they just want to kind of make some progress, what are they doing? If you're putting on a workshop and you want to attract like local people to come to your workshop, close your eyes. Where can you capture their attention? Where can you get on their radar? This also requires you to be okay with experimenting and I think even more importantly, letting things go. When you can come back and really look at the data, really understand like where are your inquiries coming from? Where are your orders coming from? Where are your people coming from? Then you can also start to cross some pretty big platforms off your list. I think it was either 2018 or 2019 that I posted on our Facebook page. Hey, if you're looking for us, pop on over to Instagram. Nothing has happened on our Facebook page since then. Because I started to look at our data and I started to see that, huh, the inquiries and the people who were coming to us from Facebook were always just looking for the lowest cost option. And I was just tired of constantly having to navigate all of the budget shoppers, recognizing, okay, I wonder what would happen. Like, we've made it really easy for them to, we're not here, but if you're looking for us, please find us over here. It's like, for those of you that live in a small town, like the number of shops that are like, this shop is closed. If you're a courier, please see the news agent next door. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like making it very, very simple to solve the problem. You can do exactly the same thing. It's very, very possible, my friends, to just cross off some of these platforms all together. And I just wish I had known that sooner. Like it's so easy for us to be like, well, I'm supposed to do this and I have to do this. And because TikTok is so popular, then I must be on it and I must do that and I must do this. And it's like, the answer lies in thinking like your customer. You will get so much clarity if you can take three minutes. Now that's not forever. Just take three minutes and close your eyes and think, okay, your ideal client, where do they go when they're searching for a florist? What are they specifically typing in the search bar? And how can you separate yourself from the competition based on those search results? It doesn't even need to be all that complicated. I've really come to embrace the idea. I think it's Occam's razor, that concept that sometimes, and I actually think that the, it goes most of the time, the simplest solution is the right solution. We all really want to overcomplicate these things. But the other thing that I love about social media, the rule that I love breaking the most, every new day, there's a whole new group of customers coming your way, literally. Like somebody else has just had hip surgery. Somebody else is graduating from high school. Somebody else has just had a baby. Somebody else is just embarking on the wedding planning process. Somebody else is just discovering floristry the first time and they want to sign up for a course. Somebody else is just dealing with a grieving family. Somebody else has just opened a restaurant and they're thinking, wow, flowers here would be amazing. This is really leaning into the possibility and abundance because every new day is a new 
opportunity for you to get on a whole new list and a whole new radar of your customers. This is why we get to break all of the rules when it comes to creating a social media strategy in your flower business. So your key takeaways today, my friends, just because the platforms exist doesn't mean it's right for your business. Simplify your approach. Most importantly, sit down and really think about what it's like to be your customer. Map out those steps. Go through that exercise and just take three minutes and really think about what are the platforms that they use and how do they use them. And then align your plan to that system. Also, you get to repeat yourself a lot. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Breaking all the rules, my friends. Okay, I hope that that's been helpful in terms of simplifying and demystifying the whole world of social media. I want you to just remember that it can be super, super simple. Just be okay with breaking all the rules. Okay, my friends, thank you for hanging out with me. Please continue to drive safe and get your sleep, eat your vegetables, drink some water, go out there and make some money. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.